Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Looks like Michael with hair. <laughs> exactly. Hi, do you want to come with me to the basement? Yeah. Not creepy at all. <laughs> Can you grab the first person you see. You want to go to the basement? There's wine or the meat. <laughs> any any other loud noises you want to make, Kenneth, before we begin? <laughs> Okay. Welcome to the Cold Show. We are here today with our wonderful guest host, Sandra. Hi. From the Genre Junkies. Hey. Yay. Glad to be back. Glad to be you? here. Oh, fantastic. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Believe me. We were so excited when uh, you decided to grace us yet again with your appearance <laughs> and your being on our show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, Kelly uh, had other things she had to do, but you stepped in to take up some of that slack because I cannot do it on my own by any means. And Caleb, of course, is here as always. Hello. But between the two of us, we needed someone else to, uh, you know, just kind of toe the line. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm here, uh, brought a female perspective, brought wine, and matching outfits. And matching outfits. <laughs> That was the best part. Yeah. It's, I feel, I'm kind of like embarrassed we came wearing the same thing today. <laughs> so I'm not sure how that happened, but. Twinsies. Twinsies. Yes. Twinsies. Can we do a little. Twinsies. Vestriculating. <laughs> what do you Gesticulating. Gesticulating. Ventriculating. I bring the words, too. Yes. That's another thing I offer. So uh, we're going to learn today our ABCs, <laughs> if anything else. <laughs> not our one, two, threes, though, right? One, two. Freddy's coming Three. for you. Oh, there you go, yes. Oh, I wasn't asking you to finish the sequence. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what is going on in the world of Sandra and uh, Genre Junk Junkies? Ooh, good stuff's going on. We uh, Probably a recent episode that you guys can listen to is we had Riley Sager on the show. We interviewed him. He's a New York Times bestselling author. Wow. And uh, he just wrote a great, creepy little book uh, called Lock Every Door. So you got to check that out. I know you don't read per se. <laughs> the, the school system failed me. <laughs> but it's a good, good, creepy book. Okay. Have some other fantasy, horror, sci-fi, you know, all that good genre stuff. Cool. Coming up, yeah. New York Times bestselling author. That's, that's a big deal. That's a big time. He's that... a really cool guy, too. He's a huge horror fan. Cool. Absolutely diehard Rosemary's Baby fan. So we talk a lot about um, some of our favorite horror movies on the episode, too. Wow. Yeah, he knows his stuff. And he's also like, he's like Scott and I, where he's on the Venn diagram. He's a Disney and a horror fan, like Kelly, too. Wow. So it's like we geek out about Walt Disney and horror and Jaws and everything good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. fun. Okay, that's going to be a good episode. Mm -hmm. Is that, that's your most recent one or just kind of? So probably our most recent okay. one when you're watching this. All right, got it. Yep. Cool. All mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I will be listening to that for sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. We enjoy listening to you guys because, like we said last time, you are so damn 
professional in your talk and your production values and everything. So well, you know what? We're not, but Scott's a really good editor. But that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> and and we found out we have a lot of kids that watch well, not watch listen to our show. Right. Um, not like small children, but like middle school, high school. So now he's really got to bleep me. Oh like, yeah. A lot. He has or, to hit that yeah, sensor that button. Yeah, button, because I can't, <laughs> I can't contain my F-bombs. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. Yeah, but we've got to be good for the kids. Okay. Yeah. That's good, but you, like I said last time you were here, but you guys do a fantastic job. He does a fantastic job then yeah. on his editing and the thank way you. he produces the show, because you guys sound fantastic. Oh, thank you. I can just listen to you in my car, like, oh, they're like melting my brain. <laughs> they're, Perfect. They're so smooth and they're... Achieved. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. It's, it's great. Well, hopefully we inspire you to like maybe read or listen to an audiobook one of these days. Audiobooks count. They do count. You mentioned that last time. Yep. Yeah. One day. One day when I am done editing my own show <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I have time true. to do something else. That's true. I yeah. will sit down and read a book. So. Please do. Awesome. Cool. One of my recommendations too. So um, about five years ago I went to... How many? years ago went to a murder mystery party which I love absolutely love going to those and um, my character was named Tyler Dreams so like a Freddy knockoff like we were just talking about and um, it could be either gender so obviously I just played like a female so I had to get like a good Freddy costume got the sweater got the glove got, you know the whole thing I did like my own makeup and like they give you these like clues like in your little character description okay. so mine was that they were like really annoying and a close talker. You know, like sort of like, like way, yeah, yeah. way too close. And um, so that was like my little MO. But like nobody else at the party knows like, you know, that I'm a close talker. So I just got to get really close to people all the time and like gesticulated a lot with my glove in their face. And like we had jello shots and I'd be like in their face like digging the jello shot out and like, eh, like really close to them. So that's why my club is kind of busted too, because ah. it, it fished out many a Jello shot okay. that night. <laughs> that is a fantastic story. I was not the killer, and I did not murder anybody else. And I did figure out who was, but I didn't like submit the answer in time. We didn't get killed though, either. Nope, didn't get wow. didn't get killed. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, Especially so that's my Freddy costume story. Taking your the Jello end. shots. Yeah, exactly. Taylor shot, and like really, really too close to people. Yeah. And like just, you know, my, it's like jello and grossness and like, like in their face. Best night of my life. I, I, so I actually happen to know this guy that um, I won't say his name, and he's in our industry. He lives in Southern California, but he's a close talker. So, and whenever you see Is it him, somebody the public would know? No. Oh, okay. But whenever you see him at like a trade show or a convention, oh, God. and he starts walking up, so you're like, you do the thing, coming in, yeah, and he yeah. comes in, you, you know, you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call him Fred for lack of a better name, okay? But he'll come up to you, and, yeah, and he'll just yeah. like go, hi, Neil, how's it going? You know, and you're just like, good, oh, no. Fred, how are you? And you yeah. keep backing up, and he doesn't make it's like. Hint. Like right there in your face. Because talkers don't know. No, they don't. They get, don't know. They don't get it. And I'm yeah. like, you're, you don't know what it is. Like, you don't. This is a bubble. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, like, what part of this bubble do you not get? I mean, <laughs> yes. And I should not be feeling your breath on my face. Yeah. Whenever... Anyway, so I know I, I feel the pain, and I know it's that it can be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So. Did you ever dress up as Freddy? Oh yeah, for sure. <gasps> always. Oh my gosh! Like always, like your default costume. 
just his normal life, life walking around life. town. Yeah. yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was down. you. No, no, that's that's what he wore to work today. So no, this, yeah. is, this yeah. is a normal yeah. costume, including the hat and the glove. Well, so. I do, I do wear the sweater all the time. And oh, okay. like, okay. I, well, in the winter, and uh, people are always like, it kind of looks like a Freddy Krueger sweater. I'm like, it is. <laughs> like this, every day is Halloween. This party does not stop. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yes. So there actually is a reason that we dress this way, believe it or not. It was not coincidence completely. So it we could are, have been, but it wasn't this it time. It could have been, right. Yeah. So we actually are going to be talking about the wonderful 1984 film A Nightmare on Elm Street, which is celebrating its 30th anniv- 35th anniversary. 35th. Excuse me, 35th yeah. anniversary this year, which is hard to believe. That's awesome. Because I went and saw it in a movie theater when it first came out. Now, granted, I went kicking and screaming because I was only 10 years old. <laughs> at the time. Oh, okay. So, but I can probably say officially this is the movie that broke me. <gasps> that pretty much turned my mind to was a... Was this one of your first horror movies, like, in theaters? Uh, it was pretty high up there. I had yeah. seen Poltergeist already in the theater. In theaters, uh, yeah. Which, of course, scared me at the time. Um, but this is the one that really probably caused a lot of damage in my head. <laughs> so, because... It can be traced back to this yeah, root no, moment. I, to, the, to this movie. So my parents, of course, being apparently really... You know, <laughs> good parental units. I don't know. Yeah. Took me to see this movie because they didn't want to pay for a babysitter. No, exactly. It was exactly. cheaper just to get you like the child's ticket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So traumatized. They, they yeah. took me to see it, and yeah. I remember, you know, almost immediately you're like, mm. <laughs> 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 I don't know about this, you know, and yeah, you know, at least a quarter of the way through, I'm like, um, this movie's kind of scary. Can I get out of here? And, and they're like, no. They're just like, yeah, go in the lobby and sit and wait for us. <laughs> So, go wait in the car. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I was just like, no. Did you go or did you stay? I the stayed. Oh, good. Yeah, I stayed. So, Yay. but anyway. Um, so that yeah. was the first time you saw it. That was the first time. In it was theaters. in the theater when it came out, and I remember telling none of my friends saw because their parents weren't no. stoned or completely insane. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you were like the envy of all the other children, though. People that's wanted to. Yeah. That's a good question. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I bet you were. Because I. Um, was not born when this movie came out. You were unborn. I was unborn. Wow. So <laughs> I saw unborn. it later in life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I, it's almost like one of those movies where I don't, I almost don't remember the first time I saw it because it's just like always been there. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming around fifth, sixth grade probably was when I first got into this franchise. Okay. And it's just really just stuck with me. But one of my favorites ever since. Yeah. For sure. I and mean, obviously, as much as I tease my parents now about this kind of thing, it was yeah. clearly a, a moving, <laughs> a important part of my life. It was very because important. Because I ended up, I yeah. remember uh, when the second movie came out, I did not watch it in the theater, but I did watch it on VHS. Nice. And I was kind of like, okay, I have to face my fears. I have to watch oh. Freddy Krueger in part two. Yeah. And I sat down at the VCR, you know, and put the movie in, and it's like, okay, here we go, you know, and watched it. And of course, then it was over. I was like, oh, what the hell was this? You were like a whole year older. You didn't care anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, part two was kind of, you know. Now it's looked back on part two. Don't you be hating on part no. two. I just watched it again recently. You loved it. And I tolerated it. <laughs> but <laughs> there's parts of it that I love. Yeah. Right? That are, that are great. And there's the whole, of course, the whole homosexual overtones of the film that I didn't catch when I was 11 years old. Oh, or sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, And you look at it now and you're like, this is amazing. Was it... Was it really planned, or was all this an accident? I mean, who knows? Well, it depends who you ask. Exactly. Have you watched the documentary, Never Sleep Again? It's like a 12-hour no. documentary about Nightmare on Elm Street. I have not franchise. watched that yet. Oh, my gosh. It's absolutely fantastic, but it is about 12 hours long. Right. Well, realistically, I think it's four hours long. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen it, people? Yeah. It's really good, and there's a lot of great information and history about the first film and the whole franchise, and it's kind of like... 
uh, you know, they say like, oh, well, we, some people are like, I didn't notice the gay overtones, and other people are like, well, it wasn't meant to be pro-gay, it was meant to be anti-homophobic, and it's like, it's, it's got a lot of, like, queer overtones, and it's been super embraced by the queer part of right. our horror community, uh, which is wonderful. Like, I love that so much yep. that people are like, this is important to me as, like, a queer horror fan. Right. Um, and it is kind of a fun movie. It's silly. Yeah, no, yes, yeah, it is. It's, it is. it's very silly. And, of course, yeah. the lead actor, you know, uh, Mark Patton. He's got his documentary out right now. He's got his Scream Queens. Have you seen Scream that? Queen. I have not seen it yet. Oh, I've been I haven't seen it either. So we met him. Uh, where did I meet him? A couple years ago at something. Yeah. Something. A convention. Oh, a famous monsters convention in Dallas. <gasps> nice. I was there. Yeah. And I was ta- I was there doing um, all the social media, <laughs> actually, for, <laughs> yeah. uh, for famous monsters for that. Yeah. And so I was talking to him for a while, and he was talking about the thing. And I was like, dude, you need to come to Santa Rosa. We'll do a screening. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So I reached out to him, and he hasn't responded yet. Oh! I don't well, know. Mark, if you're but, watching, we love yeah, you. Mr. Patton, come Mr. on. Mr. Patton, come to Sonoma County. But yeah. But yeah, so he's got that great documentary about the whole thing. I hear it's amazing thing. and incredibly moving and poignant and funny and like everything you could want in a horror documentary. Yeah. So Part two has got it it's got its moments. It's, it's got, got its, it's got the infamous, of course, you know, I've got you've got the body and I've got the brain line when he pulls his sure. scalp back or whatever and, and exposes his brain. Sure. And all those cool things. I like there. the ending of that one. But the bus. The bus takes yeah, off? Like where that. the hand comes out of her chest at the end? Spoiler! Yeah, from her, <laughs> what's her name's dumb friend? Yeah, the dumb friend. Yeah, the dumb yeah. friend. Nobody remembers, nobody remembers who she is. Dumb friend number one. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She, was, she was the one in the pool that kept doing it with the boyfriend. Yes. At the party. Yes. So. Oh, God, that pool scene with Freddie and the kids. <laughs> yes. It's weird. It is weird. That's a lo- okay. That's that's weird in part two. It totally is like Freddy's not supposed to be here. He's supposed to like be in our dreams. dreams exactly. But he comes out and, and like crashes the pool party. Know, crashes oh, the pool party. It's actually embarrassing. And he's just like, you are all my children now, <laughs> <laughs> and it's I'm gonna not, start killing you. Exactly. It's not okay. That's the only part of that movie so, that's just uh, not okay. Well, and the dogs with the baby faces. Oh. <laughs> When, he, when she goes into the... But that's funny. It is funny, but... I, and that was, um, it was a big box office uh, success. Like, people went and saw it, but everybody hated it at the time. Yes. But that was in theaters. Was that the last one that was in theaters in the franchise till like, three. Freddy vs. Jason? Was that in theaters? Oh, yeah, they all were in theaters. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, no. Part three is yeah. when he got catapulted into the stratosphere. And I love part three. Became, no. you know, freaking uh, pop culture royalty. Oh, okay. For sure. So, I mean, it was, you know, that's yeah. when, luckily, from, and from that's when I probably latched on at that point to where I was like, I was, you know, I had already seen the first movie and the second movie before a lot of other people, of course, my peers. Yes. And then when three came out, he suddenly became this giant thing, and I was like, yeah. you know, I, I remember Freddie back in, Yeah, you, know, you were like, oh, gee, like. I pooped my pants because, yeah. you know. <laughs> you were the get off my lawn kid, because, yeah, you, <laughs> right. you knew him from back in the day. Exactly, yeah. way back when, but. I yeah, love part three. Everyone does. I think part three is, tends oh. to be a lot of people's. Except for those who can't remember if they've seen it. Who are you looking at? <laughs> There's no one back there. <laughs> part three, uh, part three. Yeah, part three, I mean, was huge. Dream Warriors, of course. So good. A lot of great Wes Craven's uh, step back into the series. Yeah. So that was awesome. That. Um, there's, I mean, there's so much cool stuff in part three. Yeah, really, really sure. cute. And I actually yeah. like part four a lot. There's a lot of people that, um, like, you're making that face, so it's cool. But part four, okay. I think, had a lot of good stuff in it, actually. Okay. No, I, I don't dislike I like every entry in the franchise, but 
for me, the first one is obviously the best, and then three, and then New Nightmare. That's pretty common. Yeah, yeah. I, I would that's say the common hierarchy. Yeah. Exactly, like that's how most of us kind of are. Yep. But not you. Not you. <sighs> I might put part four above New Nightmare, but I love New Nightmare though. I love the whole fact that Wes Craven took yeah. that whole meta thing and put oh. it up before everyone else. You know, so did it, good. And, it was and really then cool. And then went yeah. and did it more with Scream. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, but but part four is. Oh. There's some cool stuff. You know, okay, what's your favorite part? Part so, four. Oh man. Um, Just, well, your favorite's kill. Oh geez, the girl when she turns into a bug <laughs> in the Rose Motel. That's pretty good. That's really cool because she's good. like she's getting stuck in the trap and like her she's trying to get out and then her like arms break off and they're like kind of mm -hmm. flopping around. And she's turning and this girl basically is a bugophobe and she like turns into a bug and then Freddy squishes her in the Rose Motel. They right. check in but they don't check out. <laughs> <laughs> you know and. Squishes her, you know, kind of thing. So that's a fun one. Yeah. What about know, five, though? Five sucks. Thank you. Yeah, I could take five. I didn't and, want to say that. No, I could put it in the trash and never watch it again. So <laughs> part five. sorry, Lisa Wilcox. We love you. Yeah. But five oh, is, yeah. The, the makeup on Friday in part five. What the hell were they thinking? It's so inconsistent. They made it look like an old man. Yeah. Why would they change it? I don't know. That's a, yeah. yeah, no, and that's, I think, a big part of why that movie doesn't work, honestly, yeah. is he doesn't look right. Yeah, no. Before, yeah. I, and, yeah. But, I mean, Robert England's amazing. Love he is them. amazing. Uh, well, we should get to that at some yeah. point, if not now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, because well, well, now my is love a good affair with Robert England. So, I want to hear about know. it. Is he Robert your man England. crush Monday? B yes, big man crush, yeah. for sure, because yeah. my room, I've said this a hundred times probably on the show already, but my, my room as a kid growing up was donned in horror film posters and paraphernalia. Yeah, and he so, played a big part of that. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of Robert Did you England. have the cutout? Did you have a cardboard cutout of him? Yes, I did. Oh my god! I had the big, I had the big life-size cardboard cutout. <gasps> I had posters. I had all, every single movie poster on my walls. I had anything you could think of. I was part of the Freddy Krueger fan club. There was a Freddy Krueger fan club, so I actually. Did you guys have like a little card? And yeah, like there was a, a card. <laughs> When you signed up, um, yeah. you would get like the whole, it came with this cool folder and it had yeah. photos in it. It had the card, had all this cool stuff. Why don't we so, do stuff like that anymore? I don't know, they should, but. Because that's was, amazing. I was a card carrying Did member. you get, the, is that when you got the album? No, that I got uh, afterwards. That was just kind of like a, you yeah. know. Did you get other like little treats like in the fan club, little? You could you could get other uh, items that as movies came out, but that came out probably God, like 88-ish, I would imagine, when that happened. And okay. by by 90, people were already kind of like, you know. They're out for fan clubs. I think five kind of screwed, screwed up the franchise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's <laughs> so, like, this, I don't yeah, want to be part, part of this franchise. And then part six, Freddy's yeah. Dead didn't help it either, really, you know. No. But, but Robert England, uh, I loved, and I had a huge fascination for him just because of that role. Um, so whenever he's he did, a great actor. He is. He's actually he's like wonderfully trained, classically trained, yes. and all this other great stuff beforehand. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he's a really talented guy. Yeah. I mean, of course, we all remember like V. V was a big thing. You guys remember the the show V? You know, and that was he played Willie the Friendly Alien. So that's when I remember you watched that show first before Nightmare. Yeah. I think, and you don't didn't know, and then you hear this guy, the guy playing Freddy Krueger, is Willie the, really the Friendly Alien on V. You're like, holy cow, you know, but. <laughs> Because they're two completely different, yeah. you know, characters. But I, I've not gotten to meet Robert England. I know you have. 
everyone else in the whole free world has except for me. But um, have they? I don't know. I guess if you pay a lot of money, you can meet him. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's so wanted. I mean, he's yeah. I've never met him, but everybody always says he's wonderful. He seems like so cool with the fandom and the franchise, and really embraces it, um, which I really admire because like this movie, it's iconic. He's iconic, and so many of us love it. And yeah. it's nice to hear that he he embraces that culture. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got lucky in that my meeting with him was because of our Silver Scream Film Festival. Yeah, I now, went to the film festival, but I, I didn't get to meet him. Yeah, it was. I didn't know you back then. I know, right? Yeah. See what happens. It's membership has its privileges. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, so I actually went for Silver Scream. We had a Wes Craven tribute. Yes. And so Robert agreed Amazing. to come out along with Heather Langenkamp. <sighs> And uh, and Marianne Madalena, who was Russ Craven's producing partner, so she didn't produce Nightmare on Elm Street, but she did a bunch of other stuff afterwards. Um, so when I went to the airport, Santa Rosa Airport, and picked up Robert and his wife. Oh my Nancy. God! Believe it or not, Robert's not wife. His name was Nancy. That's adorable. So talk about synchronicities, or you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I you went and picked them up, and I you know drove them to the their hotel and gave them all what was going on. I, I was driving them around that whole weekend. Oh you my know, God! How surreal! It was it was nuts. Was it emotional? So it it was, feels like it would be very emotional. Yeah, it was weird because here's the funniest part about it is that the car at the time I leased my cars. So every three years. Oh, you're that guy. You, I'm that guy. Yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't want to deal with my engine breaking or tires or other crap in you're the just shop. Like, I just want to give it back, back and get a new one. Yeah. So when I gave gave that car up that he was in, uh, that was the first thing I said was like Robert England sat in that seat. <laughs> <laughs> Can I keep the chair? Can I just, can I just keep? Can I, just can I sniff just it one, one more time before I go? <laughs> just once more. But yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I was driving to the hotel um, when I first picked him up, and, and you had this on. You had the glove. Oh on. yeah, of course. I was completely gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, so I was driving him, and actually, this fun little little thing happened when I was probably 13 years old, and I told I told the story to them. I'm like, so Nancy, his wife. I'm like, back in, uh, probably, you know, whatever, 20, 30 years ago, when I was like 13 years old, mm -hmm. I was at the uh, Sonoma County Fair. And I was just walking around wearing my Freddy Krueger shirt, as young horror fans do. Or old ones. You know, or old ones, exactly. <laughs> and some elderly woman came up to me and goes, oh, that's my son-in-law who plays that guy. And so I'm like, whatever, lady, you know, okay, you know. <laughs> You're too cool for schooling, yeah, your Freddie shirt. Exactly. You're like, whatever, grandma, so like, you whatever, don't know. Yeah, yeah, whatever, so thanks, nice talking to you, and I yeah. walk away. And she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, that was probably my mom. She lives in this area. <gasps> and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm like, real. I talked to your mom, like, 30 years ago. You were so close. Yeah, I'm like, that's like a, a rem uh, you know, removed, like a Kev... Yeah, six things. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I talked to Robert oh England's gosh. wife's mom, you know, back then. And, and oh my God, she so, was right. That yeah, really no, was. it was. And yeah. it was. And she was, she said her mom goes, and she goes like, oh, my mom went to all affairs and she lives in this area. Oh. So it was like, it was really cool. So that, um, it was kind of cool to get that confirmation that it was actually her mother that came up to me. And she, and she has passed since then. But it was, it, for Nancy, it was kind of fun to hear that. Yeah. You know, that, like that keeps I had about interacting her mom. with her mom. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, that's but, a really adorable story. Yeah, it was cool. But right. Robert England was the absolute most awesome. I mean, everything I, you could have. When for. you, when you, when you idolize someone as a child, and you finally meet them, and I've had yeah. been lucky enough to have that happen a couple times. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he was the most gracious and wonderful and intelligent man. I mean, he just knows. He knows so much information about. Architecture and clothing and really? I mean, anything. I mean, he just would always. He's he, a smart guy. He is. 
extremely smart. He would just pull all these facts about architecture as we're driving through Santa Rosa or wine or whatever it was. And yeah. It was just, you know, oh. it was really cool. So it was like I got to have a, a extra special yeah. experience with him that whole weekend between going places and doing dinners and that oh kind of God, stuff. Oh, my God. That's so. going to make me cry, this yeah. story. No, it Wipe was, away tears with my... I, I want to cry. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> no. So... Anyway, yes, so Robert, oh, really if perchance for any reason you ever see this video, <laughs> for whatever reason, you affected me profoundly in 1984, and you did so again in 2017, I think it was when we had that. Sounds about right. So, um, yeah, so he 16? is, like, 17, 16, 17, 18, I don't know, yeah, somewhere there, 16, 17. It was important. Point being is that Robert England is a wonderful man. Um, and I can, and his wife actually Nancy is she's top notch also. Oh, yeah, yay. so they're good people. So in case you ever wondered, guys, so they really are. And how uh, cool is it that they've been married for? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. And you know how you know how they met? Years ago. No, how did they meet? They met on uh, the movie he directed called Nine Seven Six Evil. Really? So he directed that. What um, did she do in it? She was the I think she was either oh God, I'm gonna say either costume or set decorator. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay. One of the crew, I can't remember which one of those two, but um, and she was that, and they met on uh, on set, and then uh, ever since, yeah, it's adorable. It's a great, and then her name's Nancy. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, I don't know. It's like you can't write that. So should we watch it? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. You guys care? I'll okay, just, if we watch it. Yeah. I'll just yeah. grab it. You mind? With my Freddy glove here. Can you grab that? Can you reach that far? <laughs> Our cow. <laughs> uh, Use your Freddy finger. <laughs> we did not do this on Freddy purpose, I finger. swear. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, Here Jesus. I got it. Okay, you got it? I got it. Oh, I'm a mess. But I got it. All right. Nightmare on mm. Elm Street. Ooh, mm. man. How? May I, I pop don't know. It Wait, in? hold on. No, you're going to look at it. Go ahead, look at it. Having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, you may pop it in. Do you remember VHS tapes? Were you around back yes, then? Yes, I did have VHS okay. tapes. Yes. I remember them. Oh, we love our... VHS. So awkward to have to do everything with your Freddy glove on. Uh, not at all. We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Feels so natural. I can pick my nose like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> he slices. <laughs> he dices. He <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. We got it. Play. <laughs> it's the wine, not the Freddy glove. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's, um, we're going to watch this film, and then we're going to come back and we'll discuss our favorite parts about the film, why we love it so much, yep. and probably drink some more wine. Let's do it. Excellent. All right. Experience your favorite horror, comedy, and science fiction films of the 70s, 80s, and 90s on the big screen with the cult film series at Roxy 14. Double features Thursdays at 7 p.m. Visit us on Facebook for more information. Hey, welcome back to the Cult Show, a Nightmare on Elm Street version, if you will. I almost broke into a pirate speak there for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> it be a nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> you scallywag. I, I'm still getting Mash over the whole pirate episode. Yeah, it was, it was an epic so episode. That was so, epic, yeah. yes. That was, uh, whew. Okay, Sandra, yeah. you're still with us. Thank I'm you for sticking here. around. I yeah. appreciate it. Just watch the movie. So, we just watched it. What do you think? Does it hold up for you? Love it. I love, love it. it. I can't get sick of it. There's no way. I don't know how you would. I mean, no, I, like I've watched it so many times at this point in my life. That's just always good. It is. It's fantastic. I love yeah. from the the moment it starts. I love the music in this movie. Yeah, too. right. Yeah. I mean, it's 
fantastic. I mean, it, from the moment it starts, when you have just you like the remember the screen's like smaller, and you're yep. just kind of you're not seeing the full screen. You're just kind of seeing the little mm -hmm. thing in the hands that are putting together the glove for the first time. Which, by the way, those hands were Kevin Yeager, who was a special effects guy who did Freddy's makeup. No kidding. In that film, yeah, yeah it was Kevin Yeager's hands. Because oh. he was the only one who knew how the how it goes together. And the blades went together. Oh yeah. my gosh. There you go. That's good knowledge. Yeah. Good knowledge. You like that? That too. That's knowledge I retained for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's knowledge still found. <laughs> I researched. Yeah, that was good. So yeah. I'm the sicko. Right? <laughs> and you did your homework. Very good. Mm, yeah. But anyway, but that, that scene, and then there's the whole thing where it just starts with the ha! Ah! And then the nightmare and the sound. <laughs> and that whole opening scene. <laughs> It's epic. It's like that is epic. It is. Yeah. It's so cool. I love it so much. So it's just I don't know. It's a great and this from the beginning. I mean, it just makes you. You just know that something bad is you're, you're in this in movie. You're yeah. right. exactly. You're in for. Are something. we gonna go scene by scene, or are we like? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we could, but then we'd be here an hour and, and a half, basically. Yeah. Okay. So I think we. So just, can we kind of jump around a little bit? Uh, please jump. Okay. Jump around. <laughs> jump around. <laughs> Dance break. Um, <laughs> So one thing that I wanted to talk about in particular okay. is uh, the wonderful colors of this movie. Okay. I don't feel like people talk about the colors of this movie a lot. It's bright, it's light, which is kind of weird for a horror movie. Um, fantastic costumes too, which are also part of the color, okay. which I love. Uh, everything 80s, I'm a huge fan of everything 80s. Of this course. is like quintessential. Yes. Um, you were there. I was, <laughs> I was. I'm talking to the choir. I was there. Yeah. You're, you're right. I mean, we are big fans of the 80s. Regard, I mean, look at our, our wonderful set behind you. I mean, yeah. it's all 80s you know, stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, I've never thought about that before about the colors of the film, but you might be right in that um, you think about like Nancy's PJs. Uh, a lot of white, a lot yeah, of pastels. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point when you think and about it. And it's a nice um, kind of juxtaposition. Yeah. Jo Johnny Depp's uh, his sweater white. and his hilarious little crop top. Polo shirt. His crop top is oh awesome. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, well, that's one yeah. word for it. <laughs> you don't think it's all? Awesome? <laughs> I don't think it's I could awesome. take a little. I, I call that eye candy. Yeah. <laughs> a little Johnny Depp mid-drift. Yeah. <laughs> and he was such a baby. Oh my god! No, it was just so funny because he's like so. And I realize we're just sort of like jumping into this. And by the way, Johnny Depp's in the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, he's just I think so at this old point. now that it's so funny to see him playing like the preppy. Like he's a jock. You know. She even calls him like a jock. <laughs> you know, with the, yeah. the polo and the the sweater vest and the Sperry yeah. topsiders and it's just it's great. It it's is. So he was coming off of you know he came to Hollywood doing the whole rockabilly thing. He was with his band. The, the kids. I think yeah, was exactly. Doing the yeah. from Florida, I think it was doing the, the singing the group, and then mm -hmm. he, of course that wasn't working as much as he wanted for money, mm -hmm. so the acting thing came in and he got the Nightmare on Elm Street, and then of course you know was from there of course boom. But this is like. No, this is even before, before 21, 21 Jump Street. Street. Yeah. Okay. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, Heather Langen Kim is everything. Yes. Can we just say she's just so put cool? That? She's everything. Nancy is everything. Yep. Absolutely love Nancy, and I love her in every iteration of the franchise. Yep. Fantastic. First final girl. Yep. Many consider. Mm-hmm. I would agree. She's uh, she's Freddie's 
to be, his, I guess, call it his nemesis, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, in the first movie, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? so, I would yeah. say, yeah. No, she, I was, Heather Langenkamp, um, uh, she was just like, she was so young, but mm -hmm. just the way that she played the role, how she delivered the lines, mm -hmm. the ingenue thing yeah. about her, you know? Yes. I mean, it was just, it was so perfect. She's so and, believable, too. Like, yeah. she's really sincere, and she's like, She's trying to do like the right thing. Like she's not like quite like a like a goody goody. I wouldn't say, no. but like you know she's trying to stand by Rod and she's trying to right. like you know, she gets used and like abused by all the stupid dudes in this movie. Her dad <laughs> is useless, uses her as bait too. Uh, Rod, whatever. And then <laughs> he's uh, a bad boy though. So you know, right, whatever. but he's, he's he's doing he what he's supposed do her any to do. Favors in this film. <laughs> no. And then her boyfriend. Frickin' falls asleep when she needs him. Twice. Twice. <laughs> um, and and her mom's an alcoholic. She just like she she doesn't really have the support. She has lost her best friend. Yeah. And she just like stands up like a badass. But she's yep. also like that good friend that is just loyal to a well, to a fault, you know. Like, right. No matter what, she's gonna stand by yep. you. Well, I mean, she's trying to stand by Rod and trying yeah. to be like, this doesn't seem like something he would do. Right. So her friend Tina, like Tina. you mentioned, and played yeah. by the wonderful Amanda yeah, Wiss. I love her. I love Tina. Yeah, Tina's yeah. awesome. And Amanda Wiss, of course, you would know, um, big big role in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She was Judge Reinhold's girlfriend in that. Um, and uh, tons of other things, um, Silverado. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, of course, know her most from this from this role because, I mean, she was Tina. And yeah. had some of the coolest parts of this film. Definitely. Where, spoiler alerts, we are going to assume at this point you've all seen you've that. You've all Marino seen a 35 years later. Movie. So, yeah. if not, you know, whatever. Get out. But, so, Tina's the first of the friends that, you know, dies. And she dies in a very iconic method using the freaking cool ass okay. room that turns upside down thing. Seriously, it's still scary. It's scary. Yeah. She's like all up in the corner and like, and stupid Rod is just. Powerless to help her. Tina, Tina, Tina. Exactly, and she's just getting eviscerated. Yeah, and she's getting it's cut open. It's creepy. So it is. So okay, okay. Well, did you want to say more about Tina? Because that we I want to say more about that scene. Yeah. Well, this. Well, scene. I was gonna go into special effects <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, let's keep talking about Tina. I love Tina. No, I was actually gonna go into the the, the part let's talk about and, it. and the West. That point, Russ Craven wanted to do the scene where her shirt got opened up all the way with the blade marks when they came down, but they, they knew that would be an X rating. So they couldn't expose her breasts when right. they were doing the slash. They had to keep keep them covered. Yeah. But that, that's, a, um, that's a good bit of knowledge right there. Yes. Yeah. Your turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the special effects in this movie. Yes. I think they're incredible. They're practical, of course. Um, Can we raise the roof for practical effects? Practical effects. Love them. Miss them. Remember what they were? Yeah, yeah. I know, right? No, but that's awesome with the turning room. And like I said, it's still scary. It's still effective. Yeah. Big now. time. I mean, yeah. yeah. The poor girl is just getting tossed around the room, sliced open, and yeah. nothing you can do about and it. And there's, of course, uh, Freddy coming through the wall. Yes. I love that. That was a sheet. That's practical also. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that a sheet? It's like latex or something. Yeah. 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 It, and it's so effective. Yeah. Yep. It's seamless. Um, personal favorite effect too is when uh, Nancy's running up the stairs and they're melting like beneath. <laughs> oh my god! Because it's like I feel like I've had that nightmare before, where you're like trying to like climb something and it's right. like melting underneath you. Right. Um, yeah, that's brilliant. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Even though it's small, I don't know. It's just like it spoke to me personally. Right. Yeah. No, that's yeah. No, that's why Wes Craven is so cool because he takes 
those things that were so real to him and his nightmares, you know what I mean? Or whomever else he probably talked to and right. put them in as those are real things people experience. There's some archetypic exactly. dream stuff that yep. happens. Though that's why it's so funny, like the kids, you know, they take so long to catch on. It's like, guys, nobody has like the same dude in their dreams. Like there's something going on here. Supernatural. Right. Yeah. But, but they just all have to dismiss it. And exactly. Even oh, though they're, no. you know, you hear them like, dream. The guy yeah. in a hat. Yeah. The red and green sweater. And the bird they're face. Like, no, it's a uh, yeah. no knife hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a coincidence, guys. <laughs> Johnny doesn't know. I'll just eat another hamburger. I eat when I'm stressed. <laughs> That's a good moment. Yes, the, the tub scene. Tub scene. Yeah. The tub scene when Nancy's. Uh, <laughs> Taking a little snooze in the tub, and suddenly, uh, and that scene's cool again yes. from behind the scenes because, of course, you've got some guy who is sitting in a tub with Hello Lincoln Camp, <laughs> who's got his, he's sitting like with his legs like this, and she's sitting here, but he, you know, and, he, and he's just doing this in a tub with her at the same time Dang. to get yeah. that, you know, to get that effect, of course. Get that so. iconic shot, yeah, which is super creepy. Yep, I mean, it's like sexually creepy and it's <laughs> creepy, creepy, yeah. Freddie's kind of a, a sexual dude. Yeah, he's, he's got as a, opposed a, to a, a lot perversion of our, to him. Yeah, as sure. opposed to a lot of our um, horror icons, which are kind of... Just brutish and... and bro- yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of the awesomeness of Freddie is the quips. Yep. He has that horrifying, like, Satan voice, but he, like, <laughs> says jokes. Freddie's got jokes! Yeah. yeah. He does get jokes. How about when he, like, chops his own fingers off? Oh, I love that. <laughs> he's, he's like, like he's watch like, this. Tina! Yeah. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Or even like when he's chasing her down the alley and his arms are like, oh yeah, the long part. His little octopus accordion arms. Yeah, exactly. They just keep growing. But it's like you know that he thinks it's funny, like that he's like, ooh, look at my creepy long arms. Yeah. But it goes away from the 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 slasher killer, you know, that doesn't say anything, the mindless brood of that was Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Yeah. You know where you know now he talks and and is funny and he's funny and it's kind of like probably you know sadistic. like the Dark reason humor. why it caught on so well because yeah. it was so different yeah yeah that's what I think that's why I like him I like that he has he has quips yep. he has and he was and he was uh, and for Robert England the physicality of the character being able to do like that run down the the alleyway when he's chasing Tina after he does the, you know, thing, he's like, ooh. Right. Like, yeah, that little yeah, hunch Yeah, that hunch run he did, you know, <laughs> like, and stuff. Like, like a he, shuffle run or something. Exactly. <laughs> it's like he knows it's funny. Like, he knows it's <laughs> not, like, scary. But it's it's scary act- to Tina, but it's not scary to us. Right, but it's yeah. an act. Well, but for me, it's 10 years old. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, what? Right. I yeah. made a couple F-bombs in my pants that day. <laughs> so, but uh, you get to, I mean, but, but the physicality to act, because you're wearing all that latex. So mm. you have to be bigger than normal team moat mm. and to get all that stuff out there. So that was, was a huge joy for him to be able to do that kind of thing. Oh, you know? absolutely. So, it's it's uh, testament but, to his skills, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. to have that classical training to be able to, to do that, of course. Yeah. So to play it right. But yeah. yeah. And then, so back on Tina, though, I just love the part Tina. in the high school. In the school when body bag, yeah, the body oh bag. Oh my god, <laughs> that body scene probably bag. freaked me out the most when I first saw that <laughs> Jesus, film. Jesus, I'm gonna think about that when I'm falling asleep <laughs> so, tonight. Oh god, that that's scene, gross. When she's just like Nancy, and you get the snake that comes out of the mouth and the goop at her feet. And then when she's on the, and then at the, and I drag her across. Oh uh, come on, forget about it. That's scary. <laughs> that's still scary. So it is. And it makes that sound too. Yeah, it does. Yep. Oh, and then you get the music. Let me imagine seeing your best friend in a body bag. Yep. Just getting dragged through the halls of the school. 
when Lynn Shea so is your teacher, which is awesome. Lynn right. Shea, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> who of course is a sister to Robert Shea, who was the head of New Line, head of New Line Cinema, who, yeah, <gasps> who made the, the movie. Oh, it all comes. And full New Line circle. was called the house that Freddie built. Yes, yep. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, it, absolutely, one hundred percent on that. So. so Robert Shea, by the way, is a bartender in the second film when Mark Patton goes into the known club. Really? Yeah, that's Robert. That's uh, Robert Shea. Who's gosh. a bartender? If I knew that, I forgot it. That's cool. That's hey, okay, how about Rod? Yeah, we already talked about Rod's dumb. Let's talk about the Rod. Okay, okay. he obviously, of all the, of the four teenagers, he's, we'll call him the least of the four that. He's the least Because he's the bad boy and he's the yeah. whatever, but you gotta talk about the fact that he still meets his maker <gasps> via, <laughs> you know, the uh, <laughs> random uh, sheet, you know. And yeah. it kind of like snakes up, it's really slow. Because, you know, uh, the kids are out front like, oh, we got to see Rod. And Rod's yep. slowly being killed in the yes, other room. exactly. Yeah. So Rod, of course, being Tina's boyfriend, boyfriend, who was accused of killing her, he obviously cut the girl open and threw her open and stealing many times to get her blood <laughs> exactly. all over the right? place. I know. Yeah, the, the cops forgot about that yeah, part. Seriously, yeah. don't they have, like, a forensic expert there or something? Not, not like, in the 80s. Wow. That didn't exist. Not not in Springwood. Jeez. Yeah, yeah not no. in Ohio. Not yeah. in the state of Ohio. But I just... Think that that case wouldn't have stuck. But so. Instead, it's part of a larger conspiracy. Of course, uh, the parents all, you know, when the kids start to talk about it, they're like, "Oh, Fred Krueger? What? Like, I don't know what you're talking about." Right. Of course. So I know. I know. That's probably typical, typical. Typical parents trying to like, you know. Typical '80s parents. Yeah. Actually, yeah. they're kind of different from a lot of '80s parents. They, um, they're like really problematic. Yes. Like are. moms and alcoholics. Yes. Moms and alcoholics. Which dad left. Uh, yeah. You know, um, Tina's stepdad or yep. whatever. You're like, yeah. Hey, honey, you coming back to bed? Yes, <laughs> exactly. And it's like this is not like the perfect like. <laughs> sitcom family of the 70s and early mm -hmm. 80s. Yeah. And they yeah. lived in the suburbs, but the parents were not very... Suburbs? They're not very good. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was you know, quite... Nancy's uh, parents are divorced, which... They're divorced. Yeah. Her dad has that hair. I thought it was like a, a big thing, you know. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, no. You lost... You <laughs> my lost, hat! Your, no! <laughs> she made me laugh and my <laughs> hat came off. part of your power. <laughs> Fish it out from behind the couch hey, my your pretty glove. glove. You got it. Hey. Wow, he's getting good what at that. What a pro. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, we're You make fun of John Saxon's hair. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> Oh, that's funny. messed up. It's yeah. funny. I don't really have a problem with his hair. It just is his like attitude. fake tan. It's fake tan. <laughs> there will be no making fun of John Saxon in this room. Neil, you have to. Oh, it's I'm very sorry, Neil. Until think... part three. <laughs> <laughs> When he's fighting Freddy's bones in part three. Oh, my <laughs> Until gosh. then, you cannot make fun of Lieutenant Tom, uh, Thompson. Yes. No, but you have to admit the part is very severe on that hair. It's very severe. And he has what? eyebrows for days. John, I'm trying. I don't know what's going on <laughs> right now. I'm not sure love, what's happening. Love, but, you know, love Marge you. Thompson, you know, she had, like, Oh. Vodka bottles oh stashed in linen closets. Not just vodka yeah. bottles, but like giant vodka bottles. Right. Well, they were huge vodka yeah. bottles. But, it's um, a good thing she had that one stashed in the closet because yeah. you know, like Nancy yes. broke the one before in the kitchen. Stupid so. Nancy, what are you doing exactly. breaking yeah. mother's vodka? God. I know, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's mommy's special, juice. It's mommy's special juice. <laughs> Don't forget, not just that. She's like, squeeze me. Okay. <laughs> I know that's why she didn't really say anything. Yeah, she was like, she's like, bitch, yeah. I got more. I know, it's like, <laughs> randomly hidden throughout. 
<laughs> Mrs. Thompson was prepared. She was ready to go. Yeah. But I no, know. that's She uh, probably had one in like that furnace down where she had the glove. With the glove, yeah, the you basement. see one in like the corner. <laughs> There's like a little vodka yeah. bottle next yeah. to it. She's like, oh, I forgot I had this one down here. She's like, don't look. Yeah, exactly. Like Nancy. But um, no, that was. Uh, that was. So Mars Thompson had yeah. a little drinking problem. She had a little drinking problem. A little drinking problem. A little bit. But it's, little bit. Um, it, it adds to the story, though. It adds to the. The family dynamic and oh, adds to no the question. story. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, again, like you said, because poor Nancy had no support, and throughout this whole no. thing, right. her friends didn't believe her, her parents didn't Tina believe her. Tina would have supported her. Tina would have. You're right, 100. Yeah. But she why, lost her. Which is why Freddie took her out first. Because she was there for Tina too. Yeah, well, we, absolutely, because she was, uh, you know, because Nancy's kind of like the linchpin. How yeah. many children lived on Elm Street? Uh, who knows? It's a big street with a lot of children. There's a lot, apparently. Because when they kill Freddie, he'd already like um, killed like 20 children. Yeah. And then there's all these kids, and then in the subsequent films, right? There's more. It's a huge street packed with children. Yeah. It's huge. It is. And it's got, it's got an army of children <laughs> to fight Freddie. It's the suburbs in the 80s. <laughs> uh, it was that how it was back then? It was. I wasn't it was. there. Because yeah. there was all the baby yeah. boomers. Yeah. Right? They, they, they were having children. They were having sex and... Having kids. And there was no internet. There was no iPod. There was no, you know... I get the feeling that Elm Street was kind of like a ritzy... You think so? I don't know. It's I, felt, I, I felt like all those homes were. Okay. Well, well were I mean, they homes. are you also know. all yeah. murderers. <laughs> so uh, there's. No, there's I'm that. just saying they had money. That's all I'm they saying. They were rich murderers. Yes. I don't know about rich. Yeah. I would say they were middle class. I think that's a more. Right, I would class. say upper middle class yeah. because those are some nice homes. They were good. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, actually, they like Michael like, Myers. They were like a nice a colonial nouveau. No, they are, they are nice homes, and like all the kids have like, <laughs> <laughs> all the kids have TVs and phones in their rooms. Right. Yeah, and phones Nancy that lick you when you talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the manufacturer right. didn't like. Well, and put and, it that and Johnny way. Depp drove like a classic Cadillac. Right. And he has his head, he had his, his little his TV. thick headphones when he. Mm -hmm. listens to his and he had a record TV. player and nancy has her own coffee <laughs> pot in her room too she does yeah. a second coffee pot yeah. that's true <laughs> exactly. i wanted to bring that up thank yeah. you for mentioning no, that no i love that that's like one of my favorite parts that she has her own but coffee their pot their home had two coffee pots and mom comes in takes one and then yeah. she pulls the second one out that's why you coffee ready to go. And, and, a, and a mug under her pillow. That, <laughs> right, that exactly. girl was planning. And access to speed, basically, <laughs> in the uh, medicine cabinet. Yeah, 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 yeah. They kept like no-dos. You guys, no -dos. All, no -dos. You guys yeah. all had that what in the 80s, called? too. Sleep, yeah. sleep uh, no sleeps or something. What were they called? Uh, sleep away. Uh, sleep away. Sleep away. <laughs> no, um, no, uh, whatever they're called. Anyway, I don't remember. Yeah, but I know you know. Comment below. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's the one thing I can't remember exactly. Sorry. The one thing. Stay, stay, stay awake, awake, maybe? Yeah. Oh, I okay. think it might be stay Never awake. But anyway. can. You can stay one more show. <laughs> <laughs> but the children all can just get that out of the medicine cabinet. That's no big right, deal. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're like realtors. We're like showing houses yeah. on Elm Street. And that's the Thompsons. And yeah. So, okay. Johnny Depp plays Glenn. Yes. We're all right. And Glenn, Glenn is. The jock. He is the jock. The boyfriend. The boyfriend. And he means well. 
He doesn't. He really does. He doesn't overly pressure Nancy to have sex with him. He does not. That's so true. That's different than Which Rod. Is, for an '80s film, yeah, is actually he, different. Even he that says, was like, pretty good. He's but like, he does get a little, a little butthurt about. Yeah, um, he does. He's like, morality sucks. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's like you know, Nancy's like, we're here for Tina, and it's like Tina is having sex with Rod above oh, your head. Oh, uh, Johnny right now. Depp listens. Listens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Morality, <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, you guys, I think you could probably leave. Tina seems fine. Like, <laughs> she's okay. He's got the great hair. He's got the great midriff. Um, his, he, he, I love his parents. His oh parents my God. are actually pretty funny. Right? Like, on the phone when they're like, <laughs> like being all mean to Nancy. Exactly. Yeah. She keeps calling. And you have to be firm with these kids. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how the yeah. mom would defer to the husband, though. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's that girl again. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> She wants to talk again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to ask the man at the house. Yeah. Yeah, and then her dad's just, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to be a part of these kids. Yeah, yeah. Yep. exactly. And, like, and, when it, and wait, and then he like actually takes the phone off the hook. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take the phone off the hook. Glenn, mm. whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Sleep. And what does Glenn do? Falls right asleep. And then Sleepless. his bed conveniently turns into a blender. <laughs> 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 um, which is, oh, what a mm. great kill. I mean, it's awesome. Johnny, Johnny Depp smoothie, anyone? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's more blood than I think is in a human body. That Perhaps. But when you grind felt. up this, the flesh and everything else with it, maybe. Oh, sure. I mean, you could have you might smoothie. Incur, inc yeah, yeah, exactly. So. But again, the same rotating room was yep. was used for that. But I love scene. that. I feel like that's a cool dream archetype, too, maybe, of like that sunken like getting pulled into something. It happens so fast, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, no it's so cool. And it's, it's a great kill. I mean, it's great. It's one of those things where, and that's part of the problem with that movie, for me as a 10-year-old child, go on. was you couldn't take a bath, you couldn't go to nope. sleep, you Don't couldn't go to school, you, nope. couldn't, like, you couldn't do anything. You're not and that's safe true. Anywhere. And it like, wasn't like, the, like, the thing is like, you know, there's something under the bed, no. and this was like, yeah, no, the bed's bed. just going to eat you. You exactly. can't <laughs> sleep, which is, which is a human function. You have right. to you have sleep. So that's already... Scary, and then right. I, I think one of the things that I love about this movie and the franchise in general is the dream logic, because yeah. anything can happen in a dream, anything, yeah, exactly. and so that's scary because you can't escape and you can't always tell that you're asleep, and I mean you could be uh, sucked into the Roach Motel. Exactly, anything yeah. can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. So that's so yeah. Poor Glenn Brilliant. ends up uh, getting pulled in, and then. God knows what actually happens to him in Freddy World to make <laughs> all that blood all come up. And it's, then a, it's a fount. It's a fountain of, a fount. of Johnny Depp goo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it comes up and he rubs into the ceiling. And like Caleb said, yeah, the room upside down, basically. All the blood, you know, they spilled, come up. And it's kind of cool because you really watch cool. it. You actually can see one of the sheets um, on his bed comes up and, and, and starts Technically, it's falling down, right? Oh, because of the room. Yeah. But it's actually, but okay. you see, it's going up. But but because all the blood's going up, it yeah. kind of like fits, like it's okay. Right. It's like the blood is pushing. It pushes the sheet, the sheet up, up, but it's yeah. actually gravity is taking the sheet, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and pulls it down. But still, but it works. That's it's, really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, that's so, a good point. And then his mom comes in, of course, and this is like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Like, you know, so what do you think about? the ending versus the ending. So like, do you like when Freddy turns into a pile of glitter? Or do you like <laughs> that? Because that was what 
Wes yeah. Craven wanted, as I understand, right. was that moment, which is a wonderful moment when Nancy stands up to Freddie. Yeah, and she's absolutely. Like, takes like, the power, takes his power exactly, away. Exactly, which is uh, amazing why we love Nancy, right? But then we have this other ending where mom's like, I'm not going to drink anymore. And there comes the car and all the friends. You know, honey, I think I'm gonna, not going to drink anymore. She says, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like, but no, I like when she's, Nancy, of course, says, you know, you're nothing, you're shit. Yeah. And do you do you like? Would you rather that, or do you like the way it ends with the car and that it's all? I I like them both, quite honestly. You wouldn't pick one or the other. Oh jeez. I mean, you gotta have the. She takes his power away because you, yeah. you know you want her to win. Would you have been happier though if it just ended like that, or do you like the the sting? Kind no, of I love the little the little, little jab jab at the end. Yeah, yeah, of course. I do too, but I'm glad that she has that moment. Yes. Um, but I think ultimately, I would have been in 2019 not satisfied with the glitter ready <laughs> <Freddy laughs> a minute like ends. I, I think in this movie, it's important though for Nancy to get that power back. It's really important you know. that it happened. And then later, of course, in the franchise, she really does, I think, get to go out on a high note. She does, yes. Yeah. I agree. Well, I think Craven was, he wasn't really planning franchise or right. sequel or right. you know he was just doing his thing and then move on to the next but you know the head of the studio is thinking money franchise money, money let's the keep this going this. Yeah. you can't just kill him and be done with it so well thank god I, I see and 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 you know in the long run yeah it was probably the right decision no seriously but, that freddy so, krueger got me through yeah my adolescence Aww. i mean seriously because i wasn't like i was not you guys weren't gonna believe this, but I, <laughs> but I wasn't a popular kid in junior high. So, no. So you weren't the Glenn of your. your I was not the day. Glenn. I, I was a fat. You little, weren't even the Rod. No, I was. I, I no, I was a fat little junior high kid. Insert junior high picture now. <laughs> Freddy Krueger, one way or another, good or bad, good really, got me through. It gave me something to connect to, and got me through my my you know my adolescence really Aww. i mean because i had just something that i connected with for one reason or another and it got me through and be, i mean honestly and, and it became that a point sweet. in junior high where people started calling me like freddie that was no. like my nickname in, high, in yeah. junior high school oh yeah like, you look at my yearbook and like there's a lot of signatures you know to freddie in my yearbook because you had like the shirt oh yeah i wore all freddie shirts the all the time it's poignant is a huge part it's, of your adolescence and yep. for a lot of us it's huge and poignant but you were like there like you were in it like as it was being released. Yes. That's pretty special. Yeah. Uh, and who knows, why, who knows why I took to it so much, but, you know, it, uh, I think the it helped me. I think the quips help the humor. Yeah, maybe. He was a, he was a, uh, I mean, he's not a good person, obviously, but yeah, he was an outcast. He you know, was, that's, that's you know. actually a good, that, that is, <laughs> it's impossible not to gesticulate in the Freddy Club. Um, that's a really good point, actually, is, you know, it's like, I think we all, like, identify with a lot of these bad bad people in horror movies more so than we do with, like, the heroes. And Freddy yeah. is a child murderer. Yes. But we love him. We do. <laughs> what does that say? Maybe in an unhealthy way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He I was know. supposed to be a, a child molester, yeah, but, but they, they changed that. Yeah, they couldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we kind of know that's what he's doing, but they don't really name it. Mm -mm. They call it a murder. Well, I don't know if you know. I, I never really thought of him as a well, molester. Well, you were 10. I, even as I got older, though, I always thought he well, was. Then I, the I saw him taking sadistic pleasure and torturing and killing children. Which is fine. But, 
That's fine. You just don't diddle them. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's you a different must thing. Have standards, America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So I. <laughs> You justify things however you can. Trump's president, and we justify it. So I don't know. I mean, we're living, we're living in the new nightmare. You know, exactly. Yeah. There you yeah. go. It's so true. Um, Freddie Krueger for president. Yay! I had a point with this line of questioning. Welcome um, to the cult show. Right? It's gone. Oh, um, bummer. Was it about Freddie for president? No. <laughs> or why nervous. Neil liked. I think that's where we started. Yeah. Is why I did mean, why did you relate to this that's, bad person? That's so like much? what I like about him is that he is funny and darkly funny and kind of fantastical. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Do you have thoughts? Oh, I think it's just right place at the right time. Yeah, and all the, that exactly. The, the right, he was a perfect was person. Just, uh, antihero. Kinda. He was the antihero. Exactly. I was just yeah. gonna say he was the antihero. I needed someone at the time to gravitate to mm -hmm. that was, uh, yeah, that was that guy. And exactly, he was kind of that, filled, <laughs> filled that void of, <laughs> you know, I mean, junior high, let's face it, is a... It's a horrible time for anybody. Horrible time. For I everyone. Mean, for uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but... No, I really think for yeah, everyone. Even okay. people who seemed like they liked it, they didn't right. like yeah. it. Yeah. Your adolescence and the, and the hormones and You're the kids who are teasing insane. you and everything yeah. going on. Um, exactly. He was yeah. someone that, um, yeah, for whatever reason, was filled that void and got you through it. And mm -hmm. you know, you were like, "Oh, Freddie would look out for me because I'm, I'm one of the misfits or the outcasts oh, or something." You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then but. you do the Freddie rap. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Krueger's my name, and I'm here to say. I was gonna say, could you like cue the music? <laughs> you, you know the Freddie rap. Elm Street's a place. Listen to this. I got the time. You know it. Uh, something. 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 Yeah. yeah. You have a talking Freddy Krueger doll? Which we are going to unbox. No, we're not. We are. Now? It's part of this show. When we come back from our quick little uh, station identification, yeah. <laughs> I need more wine. You need more wine for our talking Freddy Krueger doll. I'm not prepared for this. But I mean, how? think about that, though. They're marketing kids' toys of Ch a child killer. killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's let, a really good point. So we'll talk, let's talk about that. So this is perfect. Let's, let's take a quick little break. Um, I need to release some of that wine that I was drinking <laughs> back into the universe. Just let and it then go, we're man. going to. Just let it go. <laughs> to the universe? Just let it go. No, do not right now? just let it go. No. No. Get on the couch. That's your spot. Oh. You're the only one that's going to be sitting there. Jesus. We're going to come back and we'll do, we'll do the Freddie I'm talking about the merch. That's a perfect segue. Talk about merch. So. Okay. <laughs> Fred Krueger is the name. You know my game. Elm Street's the place. You got the time. Listen to this. I'll bust a rhyme. That, that was the Fat Boy song that Fred Krueger did. Fantastic. The rhyme. I remember. Oh my gosh. All you gotta do is pee and then it, like, it frees up the mind. <laughs> you know? So. It frees up your mind to frees rhyme. Frees up my mind. And the, the rest will follow. <laughs> so, hey, welcome back. Uh, we're here again and we talked about doing a little unboxing yes did we not we did this is very exciting i didn't know this was gonna happen yeah this is i like to you know surprise, surprise. You. surprise. Yeah. Ah. so this is the incredibly oh cool talking freddy krueger doll oh so God. as a kid i had one of these and i actually i remember i was at toys r us and i was i don't remember why but i was there and i had like a, a video game or something in my hand 
and I was like walking through. Oh, I'm getting. I'm, I must have like birthday money or something. And I and, then, and I saw this on the aisle, like, and I was went, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and I grabbed this yeah. thing. And I was just like, oh my yeah. god, I got a talking Freddy Krueger doll. And I mean, it was like the most wonderful day in my life, practically. Oh so my to that god. point, for sure. Is this so, it? No, this is not it. My father, God bless my father. I love my father. What did he do to it? Stole it for like a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I had this. And I had the Indiana Jones doll that was like that big that had like the leather jacket and the, remember that thing? He sold them in a garage sale for like he a He didn't nickel. tell you, he just sold them? Yeah, he just sold I moved out <gasps> and I was storing stuff at his house still. Oh my God. And he decided God. to get rid of it and he sold it all for like pennies. Oh, that is horrible. So there's some really happy person right now, you know, laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah laughing in your pain. So, yeah, like. But thank God for the internet and thank yes. God for Michael. Michael actually bought me this for my birthday. Oh. It was my birthday. Oh, yeah, Michael. Michael. Oh. Hey, so, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Michael actually bought me this, so I'm very excited. Oh, my uh, and I, I've been God. saving it to open it. You're not supposed to open it, I know, but, you know, I love you guys. And I love you guys. And I love you guys. So, it's worth opening, I think. Can we just, can we just, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Louis. I love you, bro. Can we just take a moment to, like, before the unboxing, just to appreciate this whole thing? Right. Okay, so, made by Matchbox? Yes. So, you you okay. do it. You're a millennialist. You go ahead and unbox. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna screw it up. <laughs> That's millennials. We make up drinks at Starbucks and we unbox things. Um, there's a Toys R Us price sticker at the top here, which that's valuable now. There's, yeah, right? How much is it? How much is it sell for? $14.99. $14.99. Wow. And it's not even a barcode, it's like one of those little People little have to cue that in, right. yeah. Someone yeah. had to cue that in. Um, so then we have all this wonderful artwork. Art. Yeah. 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 Some of the best moments. You know what's funny? Mm. These three pictures are the ones that the fan club sent you when you signed up. No <laughs> yeah. way! These are, these are the three, <laughs> Those are the three you got! <laughs> Eight by ten photos that you got. Oh, I love it. Actually, there's it. one on Nancy they sent you also. I um, like this one so down at the bottom. So that top one is from that's the Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, right? Yeah. No, that's part three, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, you might be right. No, let me see. Well, that's not the alleyway? Or it looks the, like the alleyway. I think that's part three for the... Uh, the chair. You think it's the oh, alleyway? Oh, there's a chair. There's a chair. Uh, okay. Exhibit yeah. A. There's a chair. <laughs> I okay. think that's what that is. Then we have. That's part three also. Part three. This one's like my favorite. This is where he just looks like really like brooding. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. He's just kind of like, like hmm. Just doing Freddy stuff. That's like a promotional yeah. still. Or exactly. Something. Feeling cute. <laughs> <laughs> Might disembowel someone later. <laughs> and then, um, ha ha ha. <laughs> Oh wait, caution, may contain small parts not suitable for children under three years. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's okay to have a toy for about a, you know, mass murdering, child murdering guy. Yeah. As long as you're over three years old. Yep. Yeah. So. There you go. Uh, FDA approved. Made in China. Then we have the back. More quotes that you can um, expect. There's an actual, like, Woody from Toy Story. There's like there the little ring. There is actual yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side, we have uh, more phrases. Welcome to Elm Street. Um, we have uh, surface is washable. <laughs> oh, thank so, God. <laughs> That's very case. important. That's important for, for me because yeah, there's, there's a lot of foreign substances that get on Friday. <laughs> there's fluids. There's fluids. There will be fluids. <laughs> um, then we have this one. There will be blood. There will be fluids. <laughs> I didn't want to just limit it to blood. No, no. <laughs> so we have him like the shush, shush face. And then, which, what's that from, Neil? That's a promotional. That's thing. just a yeah, promotional shot. Think, yeah. Was that in the fan club folder? No. 
That was in the that, cover of the folder. That was not. That was a that was an exclusive <laughs> to the doll <laughs> picture. Exclusive. And then we have one down here. This looks promotional too, because he's looking like straight at the camera and he's like, eh, like just got his glove out. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, like look at this box art. This is amazing. Look, this looks nothing like Freddy Krueger. This looks nothing like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> well, right. But this picture, it's a hand-drawn picture. It's one thing not to be able to do that perfect. Sure. But the hand-drawn picture, <laughs> I mean, it looks like some guy got nacho cheese on his face. <laughs> or something. And then there's one, this might actually be my favorite part. My arms and legs are posable. <laughs> <laughs> so are mine, Freddy. So are mine. <laughs> No, I don't feel right unboxing this. You have to. You know, I, me? Can't, oh, yeah, okay. I can't do it. it, it for, for those of you out there, it just goes to show that Neil is a fan, not a collector. Hey, <laughs> true. there I you am go. a fan. Well, you can always put him back in the box for store for like display. Yeah, for storage, yeah. And display. And he's not looking to like, you know, unload it for a profit. No, I'm that's, not selling that's this. That's the no. thing, oh, you no. know. So this you're is... not your father. <laughs> <laughs> Or for not a profit. <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah, he was like 50 cents or whatever. Anyone got a nickel? <laughs> How much can I get for a quarter? <laughs> this is, this is in really good shape, Michael. The back too. This yeah. is in really good shape. Oh, it's so, somebody loves it. I know. It. Michael's probably crying right now. <laughs> I didn't buy this for you to open it. <laughs> <laughs> There's another disclaimer over here. Please cut hat tie off flush to head. Hat tie off flush to head. Because you don't want to ruin the right. hat. So I'm saying, like, his teeth right there, he looks like he's, like, taking a nice good poop right now. <laughs> it's got ties in the back. It's I'm untying the ties right ties now. Ties in the back. Just so you know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The ties. Okay. I think he might be loose. <laughs> Is he loose? Is he on the loose? Oh my oh, god! There he is. Oh, look at him! He's so cute. Oh my gosh, he's <laughs> precious. Look at him. He's got our sweater on. He's got the little hat. Is it? Look, the hat's got a little, the little plastic tab. Cut that flush to the, the hat. Flush so you can't the take the hat off. No, you can but cut it flush well, yeah, to the take hat. It, yeah, you gotta cut it. But um, and then the did you notice the backing little thing is the boiler? room? It's the boiler room. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. That's good. Detail. You keep that for sure. Yeah. No, this is sick. Oh my god. Sick. Can we save that? I think that's the first time anyone's ever said it in the show. It won't be the last time. <laughs> okay. You are all my children now. <laughs> okay, here's the hard part. You ready? Yeah, does it work? Hi, I'm Freddy. <laughs> I'm Freddy. Hi, I'm Freddy. Watch out. Freddy's back. Watch, Watch out. Fre Freddy's back. Oh, Freddy's back. I didn't hear that. Watch out. Okay, this you, you didn't said hear that it. already. <laughs> okay, there okay. we go. <laughs> Michael, what the heck? You gave me a bad one? <laughs> Sweet dreams, you said that time. Welcome to Elm Street. Oh, that's a great one. Welcoming you. Let's be friends. Elm welcome you are. Can you yeah. hear these? Yeah. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. So cute, and, and that's this guy. And, that, and that's where the uh, child's play idea, child's so play cute. idea I'm was. I'm Freddie. I'm your friend to the end. <laughs> this, is, this is like, oh, <laughs> it's like so cute. There's the fluids we were talking oh, about. May I? He's precious. <laughs> oh my God, this is too much. 
I mean, it's actually very a uh, nice sculpt on there. It it's is. not totally like lifelike to him, but right. it's really really nice. Uh, the sweater is a real knit. It is real. Let's knit. see what yeah. he's got going on under. What's this. underneath? Oh, you always yeah. got to look at. Is Freddie well endowed? Do we know? Well, he's, <laughs> <laughs> this is, in my world, yeah. yes, he is. <laughs> we're about to let's. You got to use the claw. And, oh, it's uh, sewn shut. shut! Oh, that's a See, bummer. They knew. They that's knew. A, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> um, it probably got burned off anyway. So. Well, yeah. The boots he's got. It's got, a, it's got laces. This is very nice quality. I don't, you know, this is really. They good. don't make them like this anymore. They don't make them like this anymore. The hat is comedically oversized. <laughs> you can wear it like this. Uh, what are you, you saying? Like what are you saying? Yes. Hello, the baby. Shanti Hello, little angle there. Um, it's got. Oh, it's got. Nice little like what? Teeth. Yeah, <laughs> he's got nice little teeth. Oh, the glove—that's good. This like detail on the glove on the hand. This is a this is a beautiful doll. This is this is a quality. Where are you gonna put him? Um, probably in my bedroom on the ceiling, looking down at me. <laughs> <laughs> we would expect nothing less. Would you just disappointed with any well, other answer? Right next to the mirror, so. You know, <laughs> there, he's fantastic. Okay. I personally think you should display him in the box. No, I'll put him back in the box. Yeah. That's what I put, think. Pretty back in box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I recommend uh, anyone who goes out, you know, and looks for Freddy Krueger dolls, you know, pick one of these up. This so. is awesome. Or be like Michael and just keep sending them to me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll right? take multiple Freddy Krueger dolls. Just send them right? to the theater. Oh my yeah. god, I love the pull string. I know, that's cool. Because now you push their stomachs, right? All oh, I'm sure, yeah. ones now where you do that, so. Yeah, This no. is real uh, mechanics. And so. he works. And he works. He's in the box is in great condition. Yeah. So. Does he have a voice box? You could, yeah, there's like, you could get in there if you ever need to like if he breaks or something. Surgically do something to him? Gonna do a little surgery on Freddy. Okay. No, he looks good though. Where does the, oh God, the sculpt goes down really far too. Does it? I love, to I love like toys and dolls and stuff. So this mm. is the stuff. This was a good episode to have me on, Neil. What kind of toys do you like, little girl? Wow, that's not <laughs> creepy at all. Um. <laughs> Actually, the burn detail is pretty good. You can't see this. It's really but good though. It's pretty good. They did a good job. Yeah. Matchbox, good job. Cool. You're disrobing him? No, I was trying to put him back together. Awesome. This is a little Freddy Krueger doll from Matchbox, circa 1989, 88, 89, somewhere in there. One of those two years. I might say. It probably says somewhere on there. Oh, a little, Lord. A little, uh, 1989. 89, okay. Cool. So yeah. 30 years. 30 years. Somebody loved this. They took such nice care of it. There's like no dust no, damage. It's, it's amazing. What a good find. This was sitting somewhere in. So thank you, Michael, for my birthday present. Yeah. I appreciate it, Michael oh, and our studio audience. We missed one disclaimer. What's that? No batteries. No batteries required. required. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Freddy Krueger requires no batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be defined by such things. Nightmare on Elm Street, 35th yeah. anniversary. What does that movie mean to you? Oh, jeez. Well, oh my God. No, seriously. Like, I feel like everything I say is like trite now after like your spiritual Freddy <laughs> awakening that you like shared with everyone and like how he got you through life. Like, I mean, what can I say at this point? I like it. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I don't know. Hey, it's... you're a wordsmith. Use your words. I know. <laughs> my powers. <laughs> um, I, jeez, I don't know what to say. I love him. I love Freddy. I think he's incredible. I think these movies are amazing. It's an icon for a reason. Like, I think if you look up, like, horror, 
everybody would like expect to see Freddy there. I think if you showed like a kid like on the other side of the world, Freddy, they'd know who that is even now. Yeah. Despite the completely unnecessary and frankly bizarre remake. <laughs> but I don't think we really answered why, though. But why? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I kind of posed that question earlier. I too. know, but I I, I'm just saying I, I, I feel that that mixture, wasn't really answered. I think it's the mixture of horror. It's my roundabout way. Um, <laughs> I think it's a mixture of horror and humor. Okay. My dark humor. He really speaks to that. Like in Dream Warriors. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm welcome prime time, but yeah, we all know. Um, but I right. mean, like, I, I don't know. I love that. Uh, but I mean, but but how but does why? how does that turn into this. a kid's toy? <laughs> That's a great or a question. Freddy plushie, or a, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, why Freddy? So yeah. he became a pop yeah. culture phenomenon. Right. The question, even like host, ended up hosting up uh, hosting MTV at one point. Yes, he right. was a DJ, uh, wasn't Freddy, he? Like, yeah, Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a TV, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, oh, and I'm not Freddy? saying it's not deserved. Like, don't don't send at your me. hate 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 at me. But yeah. I, I I'm just so curious as to why it got to that point. I know, and it's hard for even like I can't really articulate why I love him so much because I didn't have a personal connection as a tween as you did. Right. I just love him. I just you think were, he's funny. Yeah, you 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 found him later, and yet yeah. still it, still it resonated with you. And or he has a charisma. Well, and that's that right there is the difference. Is when you have the Michael Myers and the Leatherface and the and the um, Jason, is they are just the killing machine. It's not personal to them. It doesn't seem no. personal, right? Right. Whereas Freddy, he's teasing you and he's playing with you. Yeah. And he's playing to your fears. Play, oh, he, which is very like is, root and like mm -hmm. deep in there. Yes, yeah. correct. So, and then one thing about Nancy though is that you got to do. She was she did fight back. Yes. Like, and you compare it to a Laurie Strode or whomever that, you know, she was like she's she lucky. Didn't, she she's didn't lucky him, she didn't get killed. She didn't let him. <laughs> Michael Myers missed twice. <laughs> <laughs> she could have been dead really easy. Yeah, he wasn't good. So wasn't we've covered that. that already in episode one. Yeah. <laughs> so, but whereas Heather Langenkamp. She, I mean, she was laying bombs all over the place, right? Yeah. There was like a whole montage of her. <laughs> oh my god, a wonderful '80s montage. Oh, it's great. Yeah, you we, we, you love an '80s. But I mean, she's like she's like hollowing out the light bulb, right. the gunpowder. Yeah. How the hell do you put a little hole in a light bulb and you know and put she the gunpowder without hurting the she, filament? She read a book, Neil. This is <laughs> before, yeah. this is before the internet. In Venice, yeah. in Venice, California, no less. <laughs> yeah, she's in Venice, California, on the bridge reading her uh, her book. <laughs> I, I bet there's yeah. some college student out there that's done like their thesis on how mm. you know freddie went from child murderer to kids toy i, I, would think, imagine. I think there's like there's <laughs> been some stuff out there some like you know really scholarly work about freddie and horror in general but about right. freddie and uh his relationship to the 80s and the reagan era and the kids of that time like there's like you could deep dive into yeah. it Freddy as a figure, but I think it's the charisma is a big part of it. It is. There's no yeah. question. And yeah. I, could he? Can it have been done by any other actor? No. And I think that's really important too. Is uh, Robert England brings this character to life. Right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Don't think it would have been successful if he was just like just had the satanic voice or just had the jokes. Right. But like you need those two <laughs> ingredients mixed with a, a very good performer. Yeah. No, I agree. I. I we obviously saw it happen with the remake, which we all go like. I mean, in all the remake, Jackie makes, Earl yeah. Haley never had a chance. Okay, it's a, and to take that role yeah. to begin with, 
I know you're an actor, you want to get paid, and you want to do something, right? But you never had a chance. Robert England is Freddy Krueger, and he yes. was the right guy at the right time. And he just, thank God he had an opening in his V, in his v filming schedule. Yeah. So he could fit in a, one, a summer movie, to film a summer movie. And it got done, and it became just a giant thing that Iconic. affected me and obviously a, a bunch of other people. Then we got a toy. Then <laughs> 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 they got a little doll out of it. So... But my little Freddy. Was there ever a Happy Meal or? A <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool. There was not, but there should have been. Was there a juice or anything? Was there any sort of snack tie? Freddy juice. Freddy juice. <laughs> <laughs> was it Ecto Cooler? There was like, Ecto Cooler, like, and there was Ghostbusters cereal. I don't remember. There yeah. is a Freddy O's now. There's a Freddy cereal, okay. but like Funko. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I have in my office at home. But uh, I love it. Not the time there wasn't no. So, basically, what we're saying is. Wes Craven's a freaking genius <laughs> to create this masterpiece. Miss him. Right. Seriously, think about it like, you know, all the all the slasher films, you know, it's like, you know, Jason's got yeah, his so machete, yeah. Michael Myers has got his knife, knife. You know, or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just a cool, ingenious way. It is original, <laughs> yeah. It is. And you it know. speaks to um, his anger and his vengeance as a character, too. That, like, he crafted something. It wasn't just... Well, I, he handy. didn't just pick something up and go, you yeah. know, it wasn't like a shovel that he, you know, grabbed in the, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the yeah. shed or whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, because the thing, it's like, you think about it, I mean, clearly, this is an extension of his hand. Right. Yes. So he made something that will fit on his hand that will cause massive damage and, and harm, mm -hmm. but it's an extension of his hand and what he is doing is causing it. Well, and that's like, I love true crime stuff, too, so this is going to sound creepy when I say it but like when you when people get stabbed it's generally like a crime of passion and it's like um it's intimate and it's like personal so that makes sense with it being like his his tool mm. so now I sound and like it became this people, totally iconic I mean look at you they, we have three gloves in this in our in studio right now yeah you know? in one basement yeah yeah <laughs> And I'm not taking this off. I love it. <laughs> I know. We're never taking them off. It feels good. We don't take these off. It's very empowering. It's so empowering. And we like place it over our hearts. Right. Like, right, like I pledge allegiance to Freddy Krueger. <laughs> if you haven't seen it in a while, go watch it. It holds up. It's a wonderful film. Absolutely. Music, acting, the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> the haircut definitely holds up in 2019. Poor John Saxon. No, bless his heart. He's... Thanks for joining us. Um, what can you tell everyone about John uh, Junkies and where oh, they can yeah. find um, you and how? And let me plug that real please quick. Plug. Um, so, of course, we're on Apple, we're on Stitcher, we're on wherever your finer podcasts are found or your not-so-fine podcasts are found. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and on Instagram, Genre Junkies, uh, and listen to our show. we got something for everybody, but it's always horror sci-fi or fantasy so it's kind of like we've talked about this last time it's like the cult show like sibling it's like this is like <laughs> no. the movies of the genres and we're like the books of the genres right basically you have to be literate <laughs> to understand <laughs> theirs <laughs> or it'd be like me <laughs> and don't read for us but how's that it's uh, great does that work perfect <laughs> right. i couldn't ask for a better endorsement yeah uh, and then for us, of course, The Cult Show, you can find us online at thecultshow.com. Please send us emails if you want to inquire about how to be in our studio audience or to ask us any questions at info at thecultshow.com. 
And you can find us as well on Instagram at The Colt Show Rocks, on Twitter at The Colt Show underscore, Facebook at uh, The Colt Show. Um, what else is out there? I think. Um, you have a Facebook? We have Facebook, yeah, believe it or not, right? I know Facebook. Yeah. Who uses that? There's probably a MySpace I'll yeah, even know about. And, 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 a, and, a fr and a Friendster. A, and a Life <laughs> Journal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're even on, um, what's um, Tinder or something? Yeah. <laughs> Swipe Christian left for us? Mingle. I'm not sure. Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle. Yeah. Christian Mingle. Our time. Yeah. <laughs> the farmer's one. Farmers only. Yes. Oh, you're definitely on farmers only. Farmers only. Oh my God, that's funny. Um, <laughs> and then what else do we do, Caleb? We do smoke signals from the roof. Yes. Um, so and then uh, let's see. And then, of course, you can find us as well, believe it or not. We are on Apple uh, Podcast. I love listening to the show as a podcast. Thank you so much. I mean, I like it as a visual, obviously, but it makes a great podcast. It's still super engaging. Oh, good. Yeah, I love it. Love it. And it's with you here, it's even more so, I bet, too. So I look oh, forward to hearing it. Yeah. Check us out, <laughs> Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever you find podcasts as well. Uh, and then the cult film series, which, of course, is where we actually show movies live and we stand up in front of the audience and talk a little bit uh, and hopefully give you a little bit of knowledge and make you laugh and say hi all at the same time. Uh, a sense of community at the cult film series. Right, guys? Yeah. All right. <laughs> They're all like, oh, what? I know, right? <laughs> and, and make sure you ask Neil for a really big Robert England hug. There you he'll go. give you one. That's a Robert England <laughs> hug. Uh, and then, Caleb, what's your say? Like and subscribe, or one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Oh. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. All right. That is it. So, you guys, go out and watch A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a fantastic film, and it uh, shaped me into the human being I am today. <laughs> Good or bad, take it or leave it. We're all so, so thankful. But, yeah. Sandra, thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank Sandra. you for having thank me. You. It was so awesome to get to talk about one of my favorite movies and franchises with um, like-minded people that appreciate it. Me too. You know, it yeah. was... I got to bear my soul while you were right? here. And I know yeah. that I feel like doing it alongside of you and Caleb, I felt comfortable this in is doing a, this so. This is a safe space. So this it is. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. Neil so. don't do therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a Freddy high five? Please. High five. Yeah. And my little Wayne's World. Uh, <laughs> yeah, love it. Okay, we'll see you next time. Uh, please join us. And thanks again, studio audience, for being here. We appreciate it. We got Wanda, who, of course, is uh, the lovely and wonderful Wanda. She's amazing. Kenneth, Lewis, Michael, Stephen. And other than that, we'll do our 80s freeze, and we'll All see right. you next time. Okay. Okay, <laughs> high five. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.
What kind of toys do you like, little girl? Wow, that's not <laughs> creepy at all.